I have a lot of favorite Bible verses. Some of them because they're encouraging, some because they're challenging, and others simply because they make me laugh. And in my opinion, today's reading rather unfortunately misses out on what's got to be one of the Bible's more bizarre moments. I'm of course referring to our follically challenged prophet Elisha, being taunted by some youths who shout at him in 2 Kings 2, get out of here, baldy, in the NIV, or even in the classic KJV, go on up, thou baldhead. And perhaps because I'm yet to suffer from a significant loss in the hair department, I find it hard to empathise with Elisha's harsh response, which I'm sure is a prophetic picture of the consequences of rejecting God's word in our lives. Um, But that's a reflection for another day, and I'm certainly digressing. Let me swiftly return to today's more sensible passage, which starts 23 verses earlier, in 2 Kings 2, verse 1. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in the whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and they said, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, stay here, Elisha, the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, stay here, the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty men from the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, he rolled it up and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I can do for you before I am taken from you. Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You've asked a difficult thing, Elijah said, yet if you see me when I'm taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise it will not. As they were walking along, talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared out and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and he struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left and he crossed over. 
the company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching, said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Now, what a great passage. And I've got two quick reflections for this Ascension Day. Firstly, Elisha was recommended three times to stay behind. And if he had, he would have missed out on his ministry. What is God doing in your life that you need to remain a bit stubborn and hang in there in order to see him move? Perhaps there's a prayer that you've long stopped praying, risks that you've long stopped taking that you need to pick up again. Father, please give us more stubbornness today to not let go until we get your blessing, just like Jacob when he was wrestling the angel in Genesis 32. Secondly, Jesus has ascended to heaven quite like Elijah, and we we are the church, and we're like Elisha, who have picked up his mantle. Doug said a couple of Sundays ago that being a Christian means being an anointed one. I ask, what dream do you have in your heart that could be accomplished with Jesus' anointing, his love and his spirit? And practically, what seed could you plant today towards that dream becoming a reality with Jesus' help? I bless you this morning. Have a wonderful day.